Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes with the next segment of the Rutcation Podcast. You guys know that I didn't catch you yesterday. I didn't hunt at all yesterday. I didn't want to bore you guys. Me and the boys went to the high school football game. They ended up winning. They're going on to the third round of the championship. We went to the pancake breakfast vault for the volunteer firefighters at the wife's inn. Supported that. Took the whole family to that. Ate pancakes and sausage and biscuits and gravy. Um, had a good evening. Um, watched some football, uh, college football. Um, what was your favorite college football game yesterday, Rainer? Do you remember? Was it Georgia? Was it Florida? Which one did you like the best? Georgia. Georgia, the Georgia game. That was a good game, man. Uh, what about the Oklahoma State game? That was a baller game. I don't know if you guys are into college football, but we watched a lot of college football around here. Colorado game was again at like midnight. Um, so I just caught the highlights of that because I was trying to hunt this morning. But before we get into what we did today for hunting, let's get into the people that make this possible. Um, starting off with Exodus Outdoor Gear. You guys need a trail cam. You need some arrows. You know where to find it, exodusoutdoorgear.com. Make sure and use my code, WLP, save you 15% at checkout. Um, get you another cell cam in the game, get you some arrows, get you some uh, swag, get you some hats, whatever you need. Wreck broadheads. If you've already shot all the bucks out there and you need some broadheads to go doe crazy this late season, um, make sure and stock up. Um, we're shooting the XPs this year, me and Rainer, um, and uh, having uh, pretty good luck with them. And... Uh, Nice chisel tip bone on them that's really coming in handy. Um, and uh, I shoulder shot that buck and only got a little bit of penetration, but the arrow never came out of that. So that 
broadhead is directly wedged into that shoulder. Um, and I tracked him for 550 yards and never found the arrow. So he's still carrying that arrow, that poor deer, but it's what it is. Um, and, uh, first form supplements. If you guys are in the market to better your life, better your fitness, um, better your health in any way, your sleep, your vitamins, uh, make sure and reach out to me. Um, you can go to first form, use, uh, to the website, use, uh, firstform.com slash Cody WLP, or reach out to me directly. And I'll talk to you about any supplement that you would need pre-workout protein, um, amino acids, uh, protein bars, um, greens, vitamins, fish oil, whatever you got that you want to do, reach out and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up and, uh, give you the knowledge that I've been passed on, but let's get into what happened today. So this morning I went right back to where I shoulder shot that buck and hunted the pinch and I had four does come in and, uh, they all came in individual, no bucks with them. Um, and they all went into the one doe bedding area. It was nice to see some does on there for a change. Then the wife started messaging me about 8.30 and said, the washing machine's not working, and what what else was wrong? Oh, wanted to buy a Christmas tree. So um, I decided to pack her up about 10, come home, and uh, went through the whole debacle of going and picking out a washing machine. We got a Christmas tree as well. Do you like the Christmas tree, Rainer? Yeah, you do. Do you like the Christmas tree, Bladen? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Um, we got, a a tree with a little bit of snow on it, um, with a lights that change. There's pine cones on it. And there's like some, you think those are cranberries? What are those? Little red things. Just some berries. Cherries? Cherries? I don't think they're cherries. <laughs> Might be. Um, but anyways, we got a new washing machine. Got the, I had to get the hot water heater went out last week. So I had to drag the hot water, hot water heater, the old one out of the basement because it was still on the dolly. Then drag the old uh, washer out, then put the new washer in, hook up all the lines, turn the water off in the basement, turn it back on. Quite the adventure. I'm looking at the clock, and it. I look at the stove, and it says 3.15. And I'm like, man, w- you know, it's going to get dark an hour earlier. If we're going to move, we need to do something. And I'm thinking about what I'm going to do, where I want to go. And then I asked the boys, you guys want to hunt? That's why they're podcasting with me. So this evening we went out, and we set up. We moved, what, once? We moved once. We set up twice. We moved twice. Did we move? Yeah, we moved twice. We moved twice because I wasn't exactly sure where we needed to go, and we were at the right spot. Um, But uh, when we got there, I looked at my phone, and we had actually left at 2.15. So we had plenty of time because the hour change had got me, and uh, I I thought it was 3.15 off the stove, but it was actually 2.15. So... Um, we went out. Rainer, do you want to talk? Say what happened? You don't. Well, what are you podcasting with me for? But you want to tell you want to tell them what happened? Okay, you give them the rundown, and I'll give them the details. So, what happened tonight? Uh, Rainer, uh, he aimed at no. He was all white, but he just the arrow just uh hit his spine. Hit right underneath the spine, yet just a little high. So we set up, and uh, we we knew some does were coming out in this area. So we moved down that far, and those does we got to watch them for a long time before, right? They were they were over in the grass, and I told you, remember I said when it's warm they like to eat grass, um, but they're eventually going to want to get to this grain, and that's what we were setting on. So they came out. We were hoping them to shoot them in the bean field, um, but that didn't quite work. Uh, we were set up facing one way, does were coming out, working our way, and uh, then. 
we had to completely spin around and shoot them from the backside. Um, so they were actually in a cornfield when we when we finally caught up with them. So we spun around and got set up. And then how long do you think you had to watch that doe in the scope before it came in, Rainer? How many minutes? 20, probably close to it, 15 or 20. Put that mic up there. Um, when that doe was coming in, what, what do you, was it hard to find her in the scope? Or was it was it easy since we practiced that? Or what it, What was it? Easy. Easy. Um, she was, what what was she, fa- what, what direction was she when she came out and that we couldn't shoot her? Facing right at us. Yeah, she was facing right at us, working towards us, right? So she was facing right at us for a very long time, and she was just eating forever, right? <laughs> and then she'd work a little bit, work a little bit. Um, and uh, we had been practicing out to 50. We said our comfortable yardage was what? 40, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 40. Um, she got to 40. It was getting pretty low light. I told him to aim center body, 40 yards. She was out feeding in the field, not alert, and uh, just shot just a touch high, huh? Went right underneath the spine. And in the meet, and we watched her for 40 minutes after the shot, and she was feeding <laughs> at the end of the night in the in the beans, which is crazy. Uh, but she was licking her back a little bit, and then she would feed and licking her back. And um, I was trying to explain to him, as a lot of you guys know, um, you know, we've all messed up on our deer, and especially the first one, the amount of pressure that people get when they're, you know, he's eight years old, so. Um, what what do you think was the number one thing that you learned tonight from that deer? Did you learn anything? You learned something. Don't be nervous. No, I didn't. You didn't? I did. What did you learn, Bladen? Uh, you just need to aim a little lower. Aim a little lower. Aim a little lower. That's good. What else, Bladen? Oraner, what do you think? Did you? So this this was your first encounter with a with a deer you know within bow range that close without with with you hunting you've seen him with me but not with you hunting were you were you was your heart beating and were you more excited than you thought you were going to be yes yes you said you didn't like it right you didn't like that feeling of did you like it or no 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 you didn't like it you were were you nervous what what I keep telling you when you remember what I kept saying to you you remember don't, no, I just said you're okay. Be calm. You've got plenty of time. And uh, you uh, you did a really good job sticking on. When I told you that you could shoot, you still waited like 15 seconds before you shot, which was really good. You took your time, and you got on her. You're just a little bit high. Do you think that you pulled your shot a little bit? You pulled your finger too hard? Is that what you think? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you said after you shot. So now that you've got your first shot at a deer, you know, which is, you know, a bad thing that you wounded the deer, but the deer is alive, going to live completely fine. We did go look at the blood, and we did go look for where the deer was out in the field and very minimal blood out there. Like I said, we've watched her for 50 minutes, 45 minutes, um, all the way to where you could just see the silhouette out there. And uh, and it was, she was feeding. Like I said, it was crazy. Um, but... What is there anything that you do different on the next year that comes in? Aim a little bit lower. Aim a little bit lower. That's the only thing different that you do. Yeah, it's a good plan. Um, maybe the setup will be a little bit better too, where they're not kind of angled towards us and we can get one. Uh, but gun season's coming, 
So you have an opportunity there, and we still got we'll still have some time with the crossbow as well. Um, but this was off the ground, and, and I had two kids with me, and we had three doe, two does, sub forty yards on the ground. Um, so you guys did an awesome job being still, being quiet, and uh, letting those does work in. It's really hard to let those does just when you're watching them and you're watching them in the scope, and you know that you're about to execute the shot. And uh, so any, I get a lot of new time listeners or new hunters that message me and listen to this show. So if you're one of those guys, it happens to everybody. It happened to me. It's it's when you see a deer, you get so excited. When you see them 150 yards away, you started shaking and you hadn't been cold all night, but all of a sudden you said you were cold. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Um, but this is part of the game. Um, and, uh, it's it's hard. It it's hard to to stay calm, right? Yeah. yeah. But you got anything else to add? Mm. Aim a little lower. <laughs> okay, aim a little lower. Copy. That's a good plan. That's what we need to do. So we're gonna we're gonna take our time when the deer comes in. We're gonna aim a little lower, and hopefully we can get one a little bit closer. But man, when you're on the ground with them like that with two kids, um, and you got them at forty, the sub forty, you know, thirty eight yards, you got to kind of take the shot, um especially when there's a couple of does out there watching you um, and it's getting lower light. And um, But what was it a fun night? Yeah. Yeah, fun. Did you have fun, Bladen? That's the main thing, right? That's the main thing about hunting is having fun. Um, even if you don't get a deer, you still got the experience of seeing deer. They got really close to us. And uh, you were as close as you possibly can to getting one without dragging them and putting them in and, the truck. And you... You have to aim a little over. Daddy hit one in the shoulder. <laughs> Man, low blow, low blow. <laughs> Called me right out. Yeah, you got to aim. He, Rainer needs to aim a little lower. I need to lay, aim a little over so I don't hit him in the shoulder, huh? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, copy, man. What a low blow. He just low blowed us, Rainer. He, you're uh, you're going to be up next, dude. You're going to be up soon. You better not make make a mistake, or me and Rainer are gonna drag you through the mud. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, what what a fun night hunting here in November, um, warmer day. So, plan for tomorrow, or what what the bucks are doing. This is what I'm seeing. This is what everybody's telling me. I'm talking to multiple people on Instagram around here, Facebook. My buddies are hunting. People are calling me, texting me. No one's seeing very many bucks unless they got a hot doe. The does there's does that are in heat. And there's duck bucks that are locked on does already. I know it's crazy to think, but that's what I'm seeing. And uh, these bucks are on these does, and they're not moving a lot, um, especially the big ones. And it's warmer, so, you know, the last two hours and first two hours is going to be your bread and butter for hunting. Not saying you can't get it done in the middle of the day, but, you you, you know, there's always the opportunity to catch a random cruiser. Um, but uh, my cams have done just completely dried up. Scrapes are dead, completely dead. Um, and, uh, bucks, uh, so tomorrow I'm going to take the kids to school, go pull some cams off one property that there's nothing literally on for the last three weeks and, uh, move them to a different property. Um, this property is weird being that it's a whole bunch of sublots that I can hunt in a subdivision area. So I'm going to drive around and do a ton of glassing. See if I can't glass up a doe with even, you know, a two or three year old buck with her bedded or in a, in a block of timber or something and see if I can't see see anything before I go in there and hunt. Then make a decision based on the wind 
where I'm going to hunt and hunt the evening there. I need to shoot a doe there. Um, it is a Ernabuck area. Um, so I'm going to hang some, hang some cameras and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to, uh, go shoot a doe tomorrow and then hopefully shoot a buck. Um, and, uh, and see how it goes. But that's the plan for tomorrow. Western week's going to be hot. Keep hunting. Keep trying to do what you can do out there. Um, and have some fun. Take your kids out like I did, man. It was fun. I was shaking my boy that when you were about to shoot that deer, Rainer. I was shaking in my boots, man. Um, is there anything that you want to, you could tell someone that hasn't shot their first deer that you think would help them, Rainer? Nothing? Nothing? Okay. All right. Do you, you have anything, Bladen, before we close this up? No. No? You all done? All right. Well, like always, love you. What? You got something, Rettley? What? I'm not, I don't know if I can trust you with the mic, dude. <laughs> what do you got? What? Shoot your guns. <laughs> you can tell he's my kid. <laughs> Use a gun, he said. <laughs> then you can't miss. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows what, He knows the way. <laughs> oh, how old are you, really? Three? Four? Four? You, he already knows. Break out the guns, boys. <laughs> there are times coming. Uh, anyways, anyways, uh, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Like always, try to leave a legacy. Try to do the right thing. And White Tail Legacy is out. Until I'm coming in your ear holes tomorrow, hopefully got a big buck down. Here we go.